Hi guys, welcome to Cheater Stories. I am your host, Ebony White. I am back with another episode. We're on number 19. I am back in my hot ass car in my garage in Phoenix, Arizona, but I'm not complaining. This is my hometown and I love Phoenix. Cheater Stories is on YouTube. I'm now on Instagram. I basically just uploaded all the episodes to IGTV and I post quotes, you know, quotes about cheaters and relationships and love, stuff like that. And I'm also on Facebook. So if you're into that sort of thing, you could check me out. So anyway, all these stories came from an Ask Reddit thread. And these cheaters, these, these stories went on and on and on. And let's get started. Story number one. I was pretty oblivious to it for a long time. Keep in mind that we lived in a fairly small town, 5,000 people. So people, quote unquote, know things. I was actually bragging up my now ex-wife to a coworker, saying how proud I was of her for finally getting a job that she loved after being a stay-at-home mom for about the last eight years. I was talking about how she was working as a ranch hand on a few weekend-long cattle drives staying in the bunkhouse of the cattle ranch. My coworker says that she knows that ranch. She only lived a few miles from there and that there is no bunkhouse. The only residence is a single house that the ranch lead hand lives in by himself. That really confused me. I asked my ex about it and she denied it up and down and had an explanation for all of it. Fast forward a few more weeks and another person I know in town is talking with me and I mentioned my ex-wife being at home, which surprised them. They told me that they thought we were split up. Turns out the guy she was fucking was this person's cousin. Their cousin had told them all sorts of graphic details about what he and my wife had been doing. And now they were sharing them with me as I kept saying things like, no way, and it must be talking about someone else. Faced with this new information, I confronted my now ex-wife again, just outside our house as the kids were inside. She initially tried denying it again, but then finally came clean. I was absolutely gutted. I was a grown man crying uncontrollably in my laneway, and she got in her truck and drove off to be with him again that night leaving me and the kids at home. I could barely eat or sleep for days. The only thing that kept me sane during my waking hours were my kids. I focused on keeping everything as calm and stable as possible for them every day. They saved me. It's been about nine years now. I haven't been in a committed relationship since. I don't know if I ever will be again. Okay. All right, I have some things to say about this. I think it's interesting that she got a job working the whole weekend away from home. And the fact that he never went to verify where she was working at. I wanna say, I know verify sounds so like CIA, but it's necessary for one, for the safety of your spouse, as a spouse, I would be wondering, even concerned, where my lover is gonna be sleeping for the whole weekend. We're talking Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 
okay? Maybe just Saturday and Sunday. Regardless, they're not at home, you know? I'd be wondering, what are their living quarters like? You know, what what kind of environment are they gonna be in? Um, who's who's gonna be in their company? He didn't even know of this ranch, you know? He'd, he'd, he'd never been there. He never went to check up on his wife. Why? Because he trusted her. He is bonded with this woman. He trusts her, okay? He trusted her to the extent where he had no problem with her being gone all weekend. Sleeping in some place only, only God knows where because he sure as hell didn't know. The other thing that I found interesting is that when a man cries or he's talking about his crying or he's describing how he cried, they always say, I'm a grown ass man. I was a grown ass man. A grown ass man crying it doesn't it doesn't matter how old you are if you if you want to cry it's okay to cry to me that says you know he's probably you know maybe a little embarrassed or ashamed but they shouldn't be he shouldn't be ashamed for crying at all i mean look what she did to him she gutted him she left that night went back to her lover's house and it sounds like she never came back because nine years later the dude is still single and that's probably for the best i am an advocate for being single don't feel like you need to rush and in, in be in another relationship you know just um love on yourself you know all right story number two some mutual friend two couples one recently has a newborn so couple a went to visit couple B. Couple B wife says she'll go upstairs to show couple A husband the child when couple A wife is talking downstairs with couple B husband. Couple A wife and couple B husband sat next to a baby speaker thing, heard the lewdest shit they swear they've ever heard coming through their respective partner's mouths talking about how they're excited for their getaway soon since the baby is out. Both significant other knew that each other's partners are going somewhere for a business trip prior and how they're gonna fuck each other's brains out. The cheating SOs walked down the stairs as if they didn't do anything. There was an awkward silence. Couple B husband says, consider yourself divorced. As it turns out eventually, the story finally broke out that they had been close at the workplace. The cheaters work in the same company and it had been going on for a long time. <sighs> Goodness gracious. So the cheating wife, most likely she'd been fucking around before she even got pregnant. Most likely she was fucking around during her pregnancy for at least the first and second trimester. At least, I, I'm almost, I'm, 100% positive she was fucking around those first two trimesters. The third trimester is a, it's a little iffy, but definitely those first two, okay? It's a good chance that uh, her husband isn't even the father of that baby. It's a good chance that the father of that baby is her, her fuck buddy. Could you imagine sitting there, you know, you just arrived, and you're getting relaxed and you know, you're 
probably haven't been out of the house much since the baby was born and you're sitting there and just out of nowhere you hear your husband or wife talking that nasty shit planning to, to fuck somebody else's brains out <sighs> could you imagine you know what I don't want you to imagine that if, if I ever slip up and ask you to imagine that just ignore me don't even imagine that just cruise control okay just cruise through the story don't try to put yourself in that situation and if you are in this situation try to put yourself in a better situation okay and honestly we probably shouldn't be listening to these stories but these stories are educational okay they're insightful and they're helpful they help people these stories help people realize how fucked up other people are and it helps them realize um maybe appreciate what they got at home and if and if they are fucking up it might help someone realize hey you know what maybe i shouldn't do this anymore or if you're thinking about cheating maybe listening to the stories might persuade you to to not move forward with it or, or if you are suspecting that your partner is cheating on you this might give you some insight on what the fuck is going on or how to catch them or these stories they're unfortunate but this is real life i also feel like these stories are helpful for people that might be considering settling down getting married and you you might have an epiphany you know a light bulb will go off but like maybe maybe i shouldn't get married maybe i should stay single for a little while longer you know all right so the next story pretty tame i guess but i had a friend find a hair straightener in a guy's bathroom she was shocked and didn't mention it because she didn't want to sound like she was snooping a few days later and it's still bothering her so she texts him he tries to say that he's a cross-dresser but she calls him on that and he finally admits that he has a girlfriend and that she was the other woman. Mm, mm, mm. All right, so next story. The guy that I know from high school was ripped, all tattooed, tall, about six feet something, etc. All in all, he was an alpha male and super charismatic bad boyish type. So in high school, he met this cute, quiet girl and they got married. She got pregnant super fast and they moved out. So it seemed cool on the outside. But the truth is the guy was bawling all the time, coke, alcohol, etc. He would make up arguments so his wife would get upset and went to her mom's house while he invited girls to their place. They're no longer together, but I know he married another girl recently. I don't know what he's doing at the moment and don't care, but he seemed more engaged in the current relationship. So maybe he learned his lesson from his ex-wife and maybe he's gonna treat the next girl a little better. Maybe. I was with a woman for seven years married, had a daughter with her. It was our kid's birthday and she received a phone call from someone. She played it off as the wrong number. 20 minutes later, she informs me that she's having an emotional affair. I ask, like on the internet? And she replies, no, in person. So I ask, have you slept with him? She said, yes. 
Turns out the phone call was the guy's wife telling her she is dropping him off at our place and she'd better tell me. Turns out they had been having an affair for six months. She basically had no leg to stand on. She claimed abuse and tried to sell everything in the home after I was ejected, which is Army's cool off plan. So basically, since he was in the Army, his chain of command had him leave the home. They probably put him up in the barracks on base to put some space, some separation in between them because whatever was going on at home, it was too hot, too heavy. So they felt like they needed time, you know, for separation. He has to leave the house. He doesn't have a choice in the matter. And she tries to sell everything in the house while he's gone. And on top of that, she accused him of abusing her, which is gonna make him look really, really, really bad in the army and that's really messed up because the the military don't play when it comes to domestic shit so after the dust cleared i dropped a bunch of weight started traveling the world took my daughter to places that i never imagined she hates me for it she's still with them and they both are hateful and miserable i thought my life was over then turns out it had just begun okay But this story had a nice ending. He dropped a bunch of weight. He improved himself. He worked on himself. And he's like, he sounds happy. He gets to spend time with his daughter. It sounds like his ex-wife was, was toxic to begin with. She was toxic and miserable. I just want everyone to consider that sometimes when horrible shit happens like this, um, it's not the end. It's not the end. It's hella fucked up, but it's not the end because you can, you can, you can bounce back. So good for that guy. Happy for him. So moving on to the next story. I knew for sure my ex-wife was cheating on me when she went out of state taking care of her sick father, who really was sick, mind you. And her aunt called me looking for her after her dad had collapsed onto the floor for half a day. So my ex could go out and fuck her new boyfriend in a motel two hours away. I don't even need it. That, that story is just all kinds of fucked up. She left her dad, her elderly, feeble dad who really desperately needed her, her caregiving. He needed his daughter there. And she's two miles away in a motel fucking some guy and she's married. Anyway, all right, so moving on to the next story. We have my ex-wife really, really wanted to have a baby. She was in her mid-30s, so kind of running out of time. We tried, but it wasn't happening as fast as she wanted. After a month plus of no sex, which should have been a big red flag in retrospect, she comes home one day, takes all her shit, and just leaves. Only once she was gone did she eventually admit to me that she went and got herself pregnant by another man. Got divorced. By the way, the other guy was someone she had apparently not known very long or very well, and he wanted nothing to do with the kid. So she is raising it now as a single mother, her choice. You know what? I... 
I keep hearing these stories about these women who are so desperate to have a baby. They don't care. They don't care what the circumstances are. They don't care who the partner is. They don't care who has a job. They don't care who's under the influence, who's an alcoholic, who has a gambling problem, who has a drug problem. They do not care. I have a good friend that had this thinking and I've read several stories like this. Now my friend, her husband is in the Navy and he's a raging alcoholic. I mean, raging, sloppy, drunk. On top of that, he's verbally, emotionally abusive to her. He also displays very strong signs of a narcissistic disorder and she's found him cheating on her multiple times and she still wanted to get pregnant by him. So we would have these talks and I'd just be wondering like, so, so you don't care about the, the influence that the father is gonna have on the kid? Like, like you, you feel like you can trust him with your kid? Like their dog doesn't even like him. The dog won't even stay in the same room with him. And she don't even trust him with her dog. But she wanna have a baby with him. Her response was basically like, she didn't care if he was in the picture or not. When the father is not in the picture, that's fucked up for the kid and it's, it's fucked up for, for the whole family. What's if he does stick around? So she gotta take care of her alcoholic husband and take care of their kid. That situation is really messed up because so you stay with your partner, you keep trying, you're trying, you're trying, and you know, nothing's happening. So you have to make a choice, you know, do you leave the relationship simply to go have a baby with someone else? Or do you stay in this relationship knowing there's a good chance that you might not have this child? And whether you, you stay or you go, it's a huge sacrifice. Either way, you're making a sacrifice. You're gonna sacrifice your, your, your relationship. You're gonna sacrifice your marriage or you're gonna sacrifice having a kid. For some people, having that child far outweighs any kind of economic or financial hardship that they might have from that point on. Just having that child like just it means the world to them. This baby syndrome, like baby fever, is not just women. Men get the baby fever too. I've read about some men being so distraught that that they can't have kids with with their wife, and and they go outside the home. They end up cheating. They leave the relationship so that they can have a baby with someone else. So it's not just women with baby fever. Like men, they have biological clocks too. That's a really touchy subject it's 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 one of those decisions that i would hate to ever have to make but she was wrong for cheating she did him wrong she could have handled that much better it seems like she fucked just any old random dude <laughs> this lady she didn't even care who the father was she didn't care what kind of genetics she was getting you know how you know how they have sperm banks and when you're picking out sperm, 
you there's like a profile on that guy there's a profile on the sperm donor you know it, it has a record of like you know his intelligence his uh, medical history it just it tells you all about this person and and they do that so you know like who you're gonna have a baby with so you know like their genetics and this lady she didn't care what their background was she, he could have been a child molester a serial rapist serial killer this guy he could have had syphilis but it didn't matter to her she didn't care she had tunnel vision this lady was selfish she's not even thinking about her future child she's only thinking about herself she's not thinking about her husband she's not thinking about the the father of the baby she she didn't care if he wanted a child she didn't care if he could afford to take care of this child she didn't care about how she was going to provide for and take care of this baby but you know what like he said that's her choice that was her choice but the messed up part is that the kid didn't ask to be born the kid didn't ask to be put in that situation so anyway let me move on all right next story i was with a woman for five years she was 34 and started asking for a baby. So I said, let's stop buying clothes every day and start saving money first. She said, no, LMAO. So I stopped having sex with her. Three months later, she was pregnant by someone else. There was no love left anyways. She moved out a year ago and I never gave her much thought after that. Now she's 35, single, has a newborn and is living with her parents. See, and here's another story about what we were just talking about. She was so desperate to get pregnant. She didn't care who she got pregnant by. And she cheated on her long-term boyfriend of five years. Her boyfriend that she cheated on, he sounded like a practical dude. He was like, yeah, sure, let's have a kid, but let's start saving money. Let's stop spending money on frivolous shit. You know, save a small fortune to take care of this baby. So he's thinking about the whole family. And and she didn't like that plan. She'd rather go out on a limb and sleep with some random with, with no plans. And now she's drug her parents into her mess. This whole situation could have been avoided if she just slowed down a bit, just slow down and, and plan things out. Her living with her parents, that's not the end of her rope as not the end of her life you know she's only 35 she can bounce back if she changes her thinking and makes better decisions there on out you know she can have she can have a better life all right so the next story i have a friend that married a guy far older than she was who had kids already grown and didn't want more it got to the point where they just stopped having sex because he knew what she wanted and he didn't want to give it to her Eventually she strayed, he caught her, he put a key logger on the computer. They divorced and she got pregnant instantly with some guy she barely knew and he's not in the picture anymore either. They married briefly so the kid would be legitimate, then split up. She's now in her 40s with a six-year-old kid she's raising alone. All right, so this is the last story. She got involved with another man. I knew something was wrong because things didn't feel right for weeks. Getting her to tell me the truth was like pulling teeth every step of the way. She asked for a divorce and I gave it to her willingly. I took standard advice. I forgot about Facebook. 
hit the gym, hired a lawyer, and made entirely new friends in my late 20s. Life is so much better now than I thought it would be even when I was married. So this guy is divorced in his late 20s. That's great. Oh, he's still young. He still has plenty of time to do whatever he wants to do. The sooner, the better. Get the shit out the way. Sounds like they didn't have any kids, so that's a plus. So, I mean, kudos to him. So that was the last story. Please stop by Cheater Stories on Instagram because I have links in the bio link where you can ask me questions and you can also send me cheater stories if you'd like them read on the podcast. And if not, if you don't have a question for me and you don't have a story, you leave me a message or you can leave a comment and just say hi, say what's up. This coronavirus crap is just, it's awful. We have to beat this corona thing. It doesn't matter if it's real or fake. I think it's important that we shift our thoughts and our focus and our energy on a better future for everyone. So I had this awesome idea the other day. I was thinking about how well different countries and communities have responded to this COVID, how businesses and corporations are making changes around this COVID stuff. And we're all functioning so well, despite all the crazy shit that's happening. And I really feel like when all this shit is over, that everyone is gonna be just so far more advanced that society as a whole, we're gonna function better. Cause you know how they say, what don't kill you makes you stronger. And I feel like as a, a globe, as just the human race, I feel like if we beat this shit, we're gonna come out stronger and better than ever before. If millions and billions of people all over the world are thinking beautiful thoughts and keeping ourselves in a, a good elevated emotional state, you know, being grateful, feeling great, having a great attitude, that could shift things. That could shift our reality for the better. That's what my focus has been on for a while now. I just wanna put that good energy and those thoughts out there and you know, just not try not to focus on all the negative stuff that we keep hearing on the news. Just try not to absorb it and just, just stay hopeful and positive, okay? I'll see you all very soon. Take care of yourselves, bye. Thank you.